0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday the 3rd of March and as usual... With all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this briefing, and if you need to, you can always pause the slideshow here and read our disclaimer in full, or head on over to markustoday.com.au and read the disclaimer there, and you can sign up for a free 14-day trial if you're not already a member of marcus today's community all right well a much better night in the u.s last night all eyes away from ukraine to some extent and all eyes on jerome powell who was giving his semi-annual humphrey hawkins testimony and certainly less hawkish more dovish than some of his fellow board members uh talking about caution and uh data driven and maybe only a 25 basis point rise in that uh, ides of march uh Federal Reserve meeting that we're seeing in a couple of weeks time as a result of all this the Dow Jones was up 596 points 1.79 percent 33,891 the Nasdaq was up 220 points or 1.62 percent 13,752 and the S&P 500 was up 1.86 percent beating the lot of them up 80 points, 4387. The Dow did have a high of up 719 and a low of only 85. So closing pretty much towards the highs, but uh, a little bit off. We did see a little bit of sagging into the close. This was despite commodity price rises last night, and we'll get to that. But the VIX index fell three points to 31, 8%. And the SPY futures up 69.97%, 7,162. And we are a commodity resource-based market. So that will be good for us today. As we saw Brent crude up a massive 7.58%. This was after the OPEC, OPEC plus meeting and, of course, uh, troubles between Uh, the uh, OPEC producers with Russia on that uh, OPEC committee as well, making life a little bit more complicated given the tragic events that are unfurling in Ukraine at the moment. 7.58%, $7.96, $112.93. That's the highest level since 2011. That is going to hurt at the pump So that is not good news for the inflation story. But Jerome Powell uh, did pour a little bit of damp water, a little bit of water anyway. Water's always damp on the uh, 50-point rise and was very much sticking to the 25 points and data-driven. WTI was up nearly 7%, $7 $7.19, $110.60. Gold fell. There you go. 1.61%, $31.50 1.61 percent, $31.50 to 19.2230. Iron ore, though slightly higher, 55 cents up, 145 U.S. dollars. And the Aussie dollar, being a commodity currency, was up to just shy of 73 cents. In other commodities, we saw copper up just under 1 percent, nickel up 3.2 percent, aluminium up two and a half, zinc up 3.4, lead falling like the proverbial down. 0.35 and ton pretty much unchanged other big movements were in wheat uh, which was up 5.7 percent sugar as well at 1.6 percent and uranium continues to push higher as does old king coal the merry old soul uh, that was up as well again last night quite dramatically according to the numbers that we have 35 uh, percent there so uh Commodity stocks overseas, we saw BHP in ADR terms up 5.07%. Rio up 4.4%. So that is a pretty big change for those two. Uh, Freeport-McMoran up 0.5%. Alcoa up 3.5%. Tech up 46 Anglo down 07 Glencore up one7 Vale up 3.2%. And Arbemarle up 2.5%. So, expecting commodity stocks to do well today. Also, I would expect to see uh, our banks do better today, uh, given that we did see a big rise in U.S. yields. That will feed through into our yields as well, and uh, German rates turning positive again. Uh, here, you can see the S&P 500 just coming off the top a little bit, rolling over towards the death. But you would expect that no one wants overnight risk, given what's happening in Ukraine and the fact that. Uh, you know, things like commodities do trend to trade 24 hours and events unfolding in Ukraine will occur overnight in the U.S. time zone. So a little bit of caution creeping in there. U.S. stocks, we had Apple up 2%, Meta up 2.3%, Google up 04 Microsoft up one8 Amazon up 06 Tesla up one8 The banks in the U.S. bouncing back as well on the back of those 10-year yields, which were up 18 basis points for U.S., uh, 10 years up to 1.89. So uh, we would see, expect to see a bounce today in Aussie 10-year yields as well, helping our banking sector. Uh, we had Citicorp up 1.6, Goldman up 2.5, Bank of America up 1.6, Wells Fargo up 3.8, and uh, Block, unfortunately, not getting the memo about increasing bond yields, uh, they were down 1.4%. Here you can see the major stories. Uh, the stock's taking solace. From Powell's comments, that's despite that surge in oil, with OPEC Plus, they had their meeting, and Plus is the Russian part of it. They made a modest supply hike as the uh, turmoil, of course, in Russia is lifting the price. Although Russia now says it's ready to hold a second round of talks with the Ukraine on Wednesday. But unclear if Ukraine officials will turn up. There will probably be a trap. But uh, certainly they will not turn up if the shelling continues. China has signaled a willingness to mediate conflict between Russia and Ukraine. And the US has closed its airspace to Russian planes. That was something Putin, uh, President Biden rather announced in his State of the Union address. And the G7 will seek to seize assets of key Russian elites. Already super yachts are heading to safe havens like Montenegro, the Seychelles, And even the Maldives at the moment. So uh, that is uh, something where the super yachts are heading. And uh, Chelsea's owner, Roman Abranovic, looks as if he's going to be selling the club and writing off the one and a half billion dollar debt that uh, the club owes him. Might have to keep supporting Chelsea if he does that. Russia offering steep discounts for its crude, but the sanctions are deterring buyers. And US and its allies are going to release more crude from emergency reserves. But bear in mind, the 60 million barrels that they said they would release is really only around five or six days supply coming out of Russia. So it's a mere drop in the ocean. There needs to be more long-term planning to get away from oil dependency and uh, the energy problems that that causes. Half the world's container ships will not go to and from Russia. That's not helping the surge in commodity prices. And eurozone inflation, hotter than expected in February, hitting a fresh record high. And markets are dialing back expectations. This is really what Powell was saying last night of how quickly and how steeply the Fed will raise interest rates. The question is whether he has credibility, whether he can sell that story to the market. But certainly it is a data-driven rate hike cycle for federal chief Powell and he will be cautious unlike some of the board members that are out and about loud and proud talking about uh, the need to be more aggressive. Uh, The Ukraine war not likely to push the Fed and other central banks away from plans for a March rate hike. I noticed last night Bank of Canada raised its rates to 0.5% and Wall Street banks are still sticking with expectations of an aggressive Fed rate hike. Who are you going to believe? At the end of the day, uh, this is what we're going to expect today. Obviously, we're going to have a good day today with the SPY doing very well, showing a good bounce. And that uh, push up, we could see 7,200, I guess, today, if things go according to plan. Uh, It is trading in that 7,000 to 7,200 range. We got to uh, 7,150 odd the other day. We might uh, kick on a little bit. Yesterday was a pretty good day, supported by those resource stocks, very much the iron ore players uh, being the place to be, and those energy stocks, coal and oil and gas. That will continue. Today, we may see some of the base metal stocks kick in a little more than they did, and maybe even some of the second-line energy stocks kick in as well. And the banks will be turning around. We had the 10-year yield in the US, 1.85, but Australia 2.07. We're probably going to see a 10 basis point rise there in Australia, back to maybe 2.17, which is going to help bank margins. Germany turning positive again. Okay, it's only 0.02, but we will take that. We do have a bit of economic news today. January building approvals and trade and February services, PMIs for China. That's the Kaixing numbers there. Bank of Canada, which... Uh, is, uh, I guess, more similar to the Reserve Bank here, bearing in mind the Canadian economy is pretty similar in some respects to the Australian economy built on resources. It may not have its iron ore, but it does have its oil and gas and other commodities. So it is a commodity-based economy. Gold, of course, also a big part of their economy. Uh, They raised their rates by a quarter percent to 0.5 of a percent. So it's hardly stratospheric stuff, 0.5%. It was a widely anticipated move. Don't forget the last time we saw inflation, last time I saw inflation around 10% in places like the UK, the interest rates were 17% on my mortgage. So that puts it in perspective when Canada is one of the first to raise and interest rates are still only 0.5 of a percent. European Stocks Index, end of the day, up 0.9%. The Oil and Gas Index was up 4.1%. So that does bode well for our Oil and Gas Santos, Woodside, the obvious targets, but maybe Beach and Caroon as well. Ford said it will boost spending on electric vehicles to 50... Sorry, that should be uh, 50 billion, up from a previous 30 billion. So that's a lot of money being spent on electric vehicles. And the price of oil at $110 A barrel is only going to accelerate the trend towards fuel economy and electric vehicles, as it did in the 70s when gas guzzlers went out of fashion as the oil price spiked on the back of uh, OPEC moves. Uh, Woodside has reaffirmed its commitment to net zero by 2050. IAG has been hit with three hundred million dollars of claims linked to the Greensill collapse, and IM, which is Investors Mutual for those who don't know, says that the API bid should include a fully franked should include the fully franked special dividend. We'll wait and see how that pans out. And SMR has tapped the market for five hundred million bucks, or looking to at least it hasn't been officially announced at a ten. And Air New Zealand also set to raise around nine hundred and thirty million dollars. Question of the day today. Well, obviously, uh, the Federal Reserve and the RBA, etc. Central banks around the world have their game plan to tame the inflation genie. How would you do it? Would you rely just on rate rises? Would you be aggressive? Would you be a little cautious? Or would you use other measures to try and rein in that inflation, which it does seem to be uh, ramping somewhat out of control? Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights there as usual. It is a great group, members helping members, and a very well-behaved group as well, considering it is a Facebook group. We do have three other streams for podcasts if you're interested in those, as well as this one, which is the market update one. We have the Marker Strategy podcast, where you get a fly-on-the-wall kind of look at our morning meeting and what we're talking about and what we're looking at. The On The Desk podcast when the guys in Melbourne sit around and talk around matters financial and uh, some of the themes of the day. Am I On The cows podcast, which uh, I sit down with a number of uh, CEOs, fund managers, investors, and sometimes even Marcus to ask some of the questions and just have a bit of a chat on the couch, a little bit informality, but uh, it seems to be quite popular. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. May the trading gods be with you today. And uh, let's hope we get a a much better day of uh, green on screen. Thanks very much for listening.